welcome to a very fortunate episode of the South Mims U podcast. It's fortunate because, just this morning, it was completely unplanned. But then, I bumped into our Professor of Serendipity Studies, Harry Bellingham, at a bus stop just outside the Black Horse pub. You might know Harry from the offbeat hit podcast, Philosophers on Helium. It's the one where two or three experts in world philosophy discuss belief systems while inhaling helium. We featured it in our episode which inquired into why so many people were making podcasts, some of them very strange. Here's a clip. It's important that all facts are valuable facts. That's absurd. It suggests that knowledge, the knowing of a fact, is only valuable if it has a specific value in terms of money or utility. Yeah, but that's the kind of knowledge we need. I disagree entirely. Harry's idea was, uh, well it is, odd and curiously compelling. The podcast has a global audience of devoted listeners. Isn't that right, Harry? We do. They number in their thousands. Many more than your podcast get. Well, that's as maybe, uh, Harry, but uh, we don't trade in listening figures. No, because ours are better than yours. That's as maybe, but why the helium? It's funny. Um, funny or silly? Both. Funny is silly. Silly is funny. Doesn't it mean the important issues you're discussing are demeaned? No, it illuminates them. Human thought and belief systems need to be laughed at. We take them far too seriously. That always leads to trouble. Big trouble. Fascism. War. That kind of big trouble. So we lighten the mood by speaking about deep issues in squeaky voices. You can't argue with thousands of listeners. No, I don't suppose you can. But why use the helium now? I mean, in this podcast, what's the point of using it just to talk about luck? Luck is funny. Even bad luck? Bad luck is always funny. It depends on how you look at it. But it's not funny for the person who suffers it, surely. Only if they continue to see it as bad luck, rather than as an opportunity to learn something about themselves and how the world works. OK, but the squeaky voices aren't going to help us do that, are they? Well, in my mind, it will. OK, well, let's get beyond the helium. Yes, let's. Though, um, isn't too much of that stuff bad for you? Possibly. Doesn't it have a bad effect on your lungs? Or, or, or even your brain? If I'm unlucky, it might. Are you lucky? No. You're not? Even though you study luck, right? Luck doesn't happen to you. You experience it and you make it. Well, how do you make it if it comes out of the blue? By being there. By being in the place where luck occurs. How so? You only experience an event as lucky when you judge what has happened and why. So luck is in the eye of the beholder? Yes, and in the hands of the person who experiences it. What's the difference between luck and serendipity? Well, luck is judgement on an event or a series of events and, and their outcomes. Serendipity is the ability to judge those events as something you can work with, build upon, use to further your ambitions and achieve your goals. Right. So luck is what you make it. Exactly. Luck should be an active concept. Think about our chance meeting this morning. Indeed. I was waiting for a bus and you were thrown out of the pub. Well, I was, I was asked to leave. Why? The publican was nervous that my tank of helium might explode. He's a health and safety nut. Or perhaps he was worried about someone sitting in his pub with a big tank of gas, which, um, might actually explode. It won't explode. 
Yeah, but he can't be too careful, can he? When you're too careful, nothing good happens. So being too careful lowers your chance of something good happening, right? Good or bad, it just lowers the chance of anything happening. And you need things to happen, people to meet, things to be said, events to unfold, so that serendipity can happen. Serendipity is what you make it then, right? Yes, it's a mindset. If you don't look for connections or meaning in seemingly mundane or random things and events, then you're missing out on more than half your life. OK, so what's that got to do with taking your tank of helium into the pub? Well, I wanted a drink. I had my helium tank with me, randomly. The publican made a fuss. I was asked to leave. I left. You were standing at the bus stop. We started talking, and now we're making this great podcast which will attract thousands of listeners to your rather obscure show. I see. So I'm the lucky one. You are, and so am I. Well, why are you lucky? Because I like being on your show. And are the listeners lucky? Well, they are, because they will understand that luck isn't something that's outside their control. They can make their own luck just by being more open to connections and randomness. OK, so um, now let's, let's be clear, Harry. You won't stop using the helium, will you? Nope. No helium is not an option. Are you disguising your voice for any other reason other than comedy? It's not comedy. It's amusement. And it's a way of getting listeners to think differently about the world around them. OK, I'll, I'll take your squeaky word for it. Well, thank you. So let's be clear. Things do happen out of the blue. Good and bad things. Right, so the fridge that falls out of a high building and kills you is the same thing. Indeed. It's curious how people often use that example. I mean, you hear it in movies, on TV, in ordinary conversation. But it's probably the most unlikely thing that could happen to you in terms of bad luck. Well, what would be more... more likely? Well, being hit by a bus. But that could be because you weren't looking. You, you were staring at your phone or something. It's still a matter of chance. You looked at your phone as you crossed the road. Then a bus approached. And if the driver didn't see you... So no-one's to blame? No, no, you are to blame, but it's still luck. Bad luck. The fridge chucked from a high window is, well, something out of Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello? The Susquehanna Hat Company sketch. Um, I don't get the reference, Harry. Well, I don't have time to explain it. I urge your listeners to find it on YouTube. Now, if some do and then fall in love with the verbal and slapstick comedy of two of the greatest film comedians, then we've achieved serendipity. Um, Harry, aren't you going off the subject a bit? I am. Serendipitously. You see, you brought up the fridge falling from a high window as an example of bad luck. Yeah, random bad luck. Indeed, random bad luck. I made the connection to Abbott and Costello, film comedians who were at the height of their fame in the 1940s and 50s. Yes? A listener is inspired to look them up on YouTube, finds them enchanting and hilarious, and then is inspired to, um... To what, Harry? To be happier, to do something creative, to make a connection in no one else had thought of. And that's serendipity? Yes, it's the mindset which sees every seemingly random event, or unplanned event, as a chance to make a decision which leads to a positive outcome. Unless a fridge knocks him dead on the street. Actually, it's a safe. In most comic iterations of that form of bad luck, it's a safe and the same is true of the Abbott and Costello sketch. Well, look, a safe or a fridge will kill you, right? You're missing the point. No, 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 I get the point. I, I was just trying to be abusing. 
Um, you'd better stick to being an interviewer. Oh, okay. Serendipity isn't one event. It's a series of events. And you don't turn them into something positive unless you are able and willing to connect the dots. Connect the dots? Something happens, you see something, it's unexpected or random, and then you connect it with something else. Something in your mind, an idea, an ambition, a need, and you create something new. A new connection from those elements. They're random in the external world, but in your mind, they become connected to form something cohesive, something new, something good. So serendipity is a positive thing, right? Yes, it's the very definition of the word. The faculty or phenomenon of finding valuable or agreeable things not sought for. That's the dictionary definition. I know it off by heart. Which dictionary? Merriam-Webster. Well, sounds good. So, so luck is more neutral then, is it? Well, luck can go both ways. We use it most often for something good. We say luck when it's good. And when it's something bad, we qualify it. Bad luck. Terrible luck. So the root is assumed to be good, even though it actually means events or circumstances. It can be defined in a neutral sense, but we don't tend to do that. I see. And as you said, serendipity is a set of events and connections. It's in the very definition of the word, as I said, yes. And serendipity only happens when you make the connections. Yes, quite right. There's actually an Emily Dickinson poem I like. I'll quote a couple of lines. Please do, Harry. Luck is not chance. It is toil. Fortune's expensive smile is earned. Well, as ever... Emily Dickinson says it all in a few terse words. Terse is right. I wonder if she actually spoke like that. Well, I, probably. There's a lot of short, sharp sentences and loads of silences in her, in her work. And those silences? Well, you could use them to think of new ideas inspired by her very terseness. Indeed. Terse serendipity, Harry. Whatever works. It's how artists get ideas. It's how inventions get invented. It's how getting things wrong leads to new ideas. Failure is all part of serendipity. Trying again, keeping going, never giving up. It's toil, as Dickinson says, but toil that could result in a brilliant outcome. Yeah, but mostly it doesn't, Harry. That's not the point. You make your own luck. That's a cliché, but it's true. Can't luck sometimes make you careless or, or arrogant? Well, it can. You, you never deserve luck. That's why, when you get it, you should use it wisely. As the German proverb puts it, Beware good luck, fattening hogs think themselves fortunate. Right, I see. So the advice is be modest. Be modest and use the luck for the good of yourself and others. Create something good, something brilliant. Don't just run off with the winnings or the kudos or the fame. Well, so serendipity is a philosophy of life then. Exactly. That's what it is. So how do we live in harmony with serendipity? Well, you look for it. Always have your eyes and ears open. Let your inner squeaky voice cut through the noise in your brain and the noise in the world. Why should your inner voice be squeaky, Harry? Well, everyone's inner voice is squeaky. Mine isn't. It is. You just don't know it. Hold on, hold on. Is that why you use helium? It might be. Is your idea based on research? A little. A little? What do you mean? Our department played different voices to students and asked them what their inner voice sounded like. Why is the inner voice important? Uh, before you tell me the results of the research, if you could explain that. Well, the 
because your inner voice needs to be able to tell you to look for connections and alert you when you make them and explain what they mean, all in split seconds of time. But wouldn't the inner voice just be, well, our voice? No, that's the point. It doesn't sound like us because it's not a sound. Not a sound? Well, it's a voice. You think it's a voice, but there aren't any sound waves. So it's not a voice at all. It's a thought process to which you put words. But what about when you speak out loud as you think? Well, yes, yes, when you do that, there's a voice. But when we did our research, we played different voices to our volunteers, as I said. Their own voice, different cliched voices, and then the squeaky helium voice. And they all smiled and said their inner voices sounded a bit like the squeaky one. Ah, so that's the point of your Helium Philosophy podcast. Well, there, you see, you worked it out. That was lucky. And meeting you, Harry, was a great piece of luck. No, it was serendipity. We met, we made the connection between my podcast and your podcast, and then you agreed to let me keep using the Helium, and we helped enlighten our listeners. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Harry. It's been a high-pitched pleasure. You're welcome. Well, dear listeners... The big lesson is, keep your eyes open, keep your mind open, and be ready to embrace the random. I couldn't have put it better myself. Actually, that's how you put it in the conclusion to your serendipity syllabus. Oh, right, Uh, of course. (laughs) Remember, luck is toil, work at it, and you will never be bored of life. Thank you. Oh, um, I think the gauge on your helium has gone to zero. Oh, has it? Oh, I'll have to go and get some more. Hold on. You sound just like me. Do I? It's impossible.